heard a sound in Jesus' day, but they couldn't identify the sound. They missed it. They even heard the sound of John the Baptist. They heard the voice crying out, but they, they couldn't get it. You must hear the sound of the Spirit. You must hear the voice of God saying, come to me. You must hear him. You must hear the sound of heaven drawing you. You must hear the sound of his presence. You've got to get to that place where nothing matters but the voice, the sound. You must get there. It must drown out all else in your life. Must, all the cares, all of your other desires, all of your passions, everything else has to, has to be brought down to a level where the loudest thing you hear is his voice saying, come, come, come. As you bring forth the sound of heaven, the Lord says, I will begin to fill the atmosphere. And it will be not what you say, it will be who you are. It will be who you are. You will no longer wonder what it means not to be able to minister or move because of the weighty presence. You will know my weighty presence, he says. You will know my glory. You must ask him to come. You must create an atmosphere for his spirit. You must give him worth. You must value him above your next breath. You must ask him to come. You must cry out until the sound of heaven reaches earth. You must cry out until your voices are one with his. You must cry. You must cry. You must cry out for it. Good morning. I wanted you guys to hear that briefly because God is moving so fast and so 
so tangibly. And I just pray, God, that you continue to be strong and I continue to be strong and that we continue to yield ourselves over to God daily. I thank God for waking us up today and just doing a new thing in us this day. Just being obedient to the call, God is so honored for that alone. Because he gives us decisions. We live our lives based on whether we, but our wants, our will, what we want to do. Not what he's forcing us to do. And when you choose, continue to make the choice to serve God. You think he's not going to show up in the midst? He said, all I'm doing in this season is preparing you all to be blessed and entirely wanting nothing. That's all I want to do. To enjoy a life with you on earth as it is in heaven. We have to become more serious and and so hungry for more, more of the unfamiliar, more of these encounters from God, more depths of God, more of God's love, more of God's power, more of God's character. He's visiting every single one of us so much more. His presence is becoming more and more evident. I see more of heaven now today than I did two days ago. And he moving so fast to the point, it's even two minutes ago even. The angels that are, that are commissioned to be with you, They are allowing their presence to become more aware. They want you to see them. They want you to see glimpses of what they're doing and how much they are protecting you and how serious and dedicated they are to their assignment that they are commissioned to fulfill in your life. My angels daily is speaking to my spirit and showing me through glimpses of their presence, allowing me to know we're here. We're here. We're protecting you. We are here. We are so excited. We're on top of it. We're so ready for you to see what eyes have not ever seen. Ears have never heard. Or even entered into the heart. That God got prepared for those who love him. He has so many things in store for us. I woke up this morning from a sound in my dream with nothing but different sounds of utterances. And when I woke up, I said, wow, it's kind of quiet in here because it was so loud in the dream. Everyone was making utterances and sounds. The Spirit was interceding for every single one of us. The spirit on the inside of you, Holy Spirit, was interceding, let me say it again, for every single one of us for this season that we are in. Because we don't know what we ought to pray for. It's too big for us to even hold on to, to even have words to even come out to form words to say anything. So Holy Spirit is doing a lot of interceding on our behalf and it causes the sound of our utterance. 
Words that cannot be uttered. I said, God, your presence is so heavy. As I got up, my legs wouldn't even move. I just stood there. We laid there. And I say, but it feels so good. The unfamiliar feels so good. And I could clearly see the, the spirit in the spiritual realm, the spirit. God's spirit. Jesus walking towards me closely while I'm in my room. And I'm like, I'm following the, the glimpses of the, the lighting, the radiance of his glory. I'm following the radiance. And all of a sudden, I see, I'm, it's, it's leading all the way beside me on the side of my bed. Sitting right next to me on the side of my bed. And all I could do is just exhale. <sighs> With such a relief. To sit in your presence. And feel nothing but protection. Nothing but love. Nothing but peace. Purification. A beautiful heart. Everything he's released from himself into you. It began to be a two-way communication through only hearts talking. No words being said. Just the hearts doing the talking. My heart talking to his. His heart talking to mine. That was my encounter. What is your encounter? What is he saying to you? What is he showing you? What are your angels showing you? Have you even tapped into it? It's okay. Tap into it. Now, if you're saying, if you may be asking, how can I tap into it? Easy. Just say, God, I want more. I invite you right now where I am, your presence, and all that you are for me to receive more. I lay down myself right before you. Because I don't want to talk myself out of you, me receiving your presence right now. So therefore, let me be quiet. And you go ahead and fulfill anything you want to fulfill right now. I'm expecting an encounter from you like never before. Begin to pour your heart out. So hungry and thirsty for God that you become desperate. Like in, what was that? Psalm 63. Oh God, thou art my God. Early do I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee. It's in a dry place. Speaking like I'm in a desert. Where there is no water. That means you are desperate for God. If you're in a desert. There is no water. Your body is in need of water. That means you become desperate. God. You are my God. I seek you early. That means daily. Not sometimes, not when I want to. I'm daily seeking you on a daily, daily basis. And then you're allowing God to know I'm just desperate for you. I'm desperate for your presence. I'm desperate for your glory. I'm desperate for your love. I'm desperate for you. And all that was in me. Everything about God. You begin to just want more of it. Nothing else seems to matter to you anymore. TV don't matter anymore. Things that was entertaining your flesh don't matter anymore. 
This is new. I haven't seen TV in weeks. Didn't even have a desire to turn it on. I just been in his presence like just daily. Now I never, now we are worshipers. That means we live the lifestyle obedient unto God. But when you're daily in his face, I mean, you know, we got things to do on our, you know, doing our schedule time. But when you have a schedule with just nothing but just being available unto God all day long, just sitting in your quiet place, not having nowhere to go, only minor things to do, and you tuning right back. You going right back. After you do that minor thing, you go right back to where you were. You don't have to drive anywhere, go in the office, go inside of a school, or you only, you only have to barely go into a grocery store. You're just standing right there or sitting right there in his presence. And it's so tangible. He's releasing so much more of himself. His words are over me right now. That's why they're becoming to be so calm. God says, still small voice. Listen to that still small voice on the inside of you because that's his voice. It's going to guide you where you are and it's going to lead you continuously for what God has prepared for you. Your steps has already been ordered. All you have to do is just follow him and obey. Yield over to him. Let your word continuously be yes, God. And I pray right now that we get into a place where we don't hesitate on saying yes, God, because of where he's taking us somewhere we've never been. So we're feeling strange or we're nervous about something and we hesitant in our heart. I want to see our heart fully, willingly open to receiving all that he has by simply saying, yes, God. Yes, God. I give you my thoughts today that I don't talk myself out of what you're doing in me so the answer can continuously be, yes, God. I'm so hungry for you. I don't care about who tried to offend me, what devil come my way. My answer is still going to be, yes, God. I don't care about the economy. It's yes, God. I don't care what no doctor said to me. It's yes, God. I don't care what's in my bank account. It's yes, God. That's the hunger God is searching for. No one is supposed to lead the same. None of us. I take this time seriously because as you read the Bible, it's testimonies generation upon generation upon generation upon generation. And it's like a repeat, a, 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 a cycle that's being repeated. They begin to believe God. They begin to be doubtful. They begin to be faithless and then disobedient. And then they cry out to God. And he's, he delivers them. Then again, they get used to being delivered. They walk in with God. Then somehow they astray again. They be disobedient. They begin to be faithless again. And then all of a sudden they begin to call, cry out to him again. It's like over and over and over again through all these testimonies. And I'm like, God, it's no way. 
It's no way during the times that we are here, this generation, there's no way. You're doing too much. We see too much. We know too much to even be the same, to think the same, to feel the same. Our faith had to come up higher. Everything within us had to grow. It's no way that I could just sit there and guess or wonder, is God who he said he is? No, I know. Through experience. It's no way I could think, is he providing for me? No, I know he's my provider because he provided for me before when I need him. And he's providing for me now and he always will. What about healing? I am fully persuaded. That's why I don't confess anything spoken over me that's not in the will of God. Symptoms may exist just for a second, just for a season, but you got to remind that symptom that got something, I got a blood bought right. I'm healed. Get away from me, Satan. All he's trying to do is get you to confess in a lie so you can walk in a lie. That's what you call deception. He wants you to say against what God is saying. He wants you to speak against what God is speaking. Think against what God is thinking. Hear against what God is hearing. He's saying to some of you, it's not your season of time. You ain't, you're a nobody. And you're always going to be a nobody. No one cares for you. Look at you. You're nobody. You're ridiculous. And when you hear him say that, consider everything he said to be the opposite. Because that's exactly what it really is. The opposite of what he's saying. You are more than enough. This is your season. This is your time. All the preparation you've been going through, this is the time right now. You'd be uh, jumping for joy. (laughs) I love that God is moving like this. I'm real still. I'm not as energetic as I was a couple of days ago. When I mean energetic, I mean I'm a praise warrior. So my praise tend to be a little bit more. <laughs> now I'm just still. I'm just blown away. Blown away out of excitement. Out of relief. You know what it's like for you to someone to tell you it's going to be okay. Hold on, I got you. And you're holding on to that. When you see all hell around you, and yet you still look at that person, you got your eyes focused on that person. You might be rocking side to side, but you're looking, you're still looking ahead. You might want to go to the left or to the right. Your body might be going sideways, but you still got your eyes ahead. It may look different to you, or feel different to you. You may be crying, maybe a little bit doubtful. Your face begin to fall, but you still got your eyes ahead, and that's called preparation. And now that God is showing you why he kept your eyes ahead and you're feeling so relieved that I'm so glad I believed you in the first place. It feels so good to believe someone and then you see the truth come to pass. For I'll give you another example for those who don't understand. Someone said, can I borrow $100? And they never asked you before. And you're like, wow, uh, you want to give it back for real? Yes, I'm going to give it back. I don't know, man. I need, it. I need you to give it back. I'm going to give it back. Trust me. You want me to give it back? Yes. And then all of a sudden, at this, you say, give it back at this day and this time. You, you got to this day and this time to give it back. They're like, sure. Or they even tell you the time of day they're going to give it to you. So when that day and time come, you don't see them, 
But you got like you got 60 seconds before the next minute come to be late for the time they said it was going to show up. And then it sits, it's at what? At the 59th second. And here they are coming around the corner with your money. And don't you feel relieved that you trusted that person? Or you gave them a, a chance? And that's how God is with us. He feels so honored that we gave him a chance. We got to just, just begin to believe him more. Hold him to his word more. I don't, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm able to feel God's emotions sometimes. And he, all he wants us to do is just enjoy, just enjoy being with him. God has, imagine seeing every, all your children, seeing every being, every day, at the same time, and having different encounters with us all, differently. Imagine what that looks like. God is with you, spending time with you in the area of what? Sowing. God is spending time with me in the area of what? Healing. Somebody else in a time of just soaking in his presence. All these different encounters with all of us at the same time, but doing different things all day long. And then being so honored to do so. God is doing this with me over there, doing that with you. In Africa, doing this. In Asia, doing this. In Antarctica, doing that. In Russia, doing this. At the same time. That's why he's calling forth the nations to connect them as one. Under one power, one authority, from one name. His name. This is the best times of our lives right now. These are the best times of our lives right now. I said, well, God, you said that we are in our last days. I don't want to know the exact time left, but do we have enough time to simply enjoy all that we have never seen or heard or understand? And he gave me the word longevity. That means you have more than enough time to enjoy on this earth what I'm doing. More than enough time. In the last days, indeed we are. But he also gave us enough time to enjoy everything that he said he was going to do in every single one of our lives. You will be satisfied. I thank God just to be connected to every single one of you. I don't have no negative words. I don't want no negative words to say. But sometimes God uses me when I release his word prophetically straight from God. Sometimes it tends to cut. No one wants to be cut. See, people look at you doing the cutting. But they, instead of them looking at the picture overall, it's God using you to do the work. Moses cut. Jeremiah cut. Ezekiel cut it. The prophets were cutting. And it's doing nothing but, it's, it's just nothing but spiritual growth. How mature are you to be cut by God just to grow up higher? Cut me, because I don't want to end me in the first place. 
If you think I lie too much, then get it up out of me. Forgive me and, and heal me from that. You think I gossip too much. Forgive me. That's how you, you got to be honest. Some of us gossip too much, but when God floated to the surface, you want to push it back down. I don't gossip too much. I'm just venting. No, you're gossiping. If it's something about somebody else and they're not there to defend themselves, and you give them your personal opinion about their well-being, you're gossiping. Well, uh, sometimes this person do too much. Well, I think maybe you just may be doing too little. I just thank God for just his word just actually being exactly what he said it was. He did not leave us astray at all. He's doing, he's showing, releasing, outpouring, downpouring everything that he has for you right now. <laughs> right now. Can't you feel it? Can't you feel it? I see God everywhere. He should give me give me uh, glimpses of symbols to look up. Wow, that's a lot of fire. A whole new taking you higher in fire, higher and higher in fire. My God, that's that image is amazing. But He give me symbols like He give me a fruit or an animal symbol or just something, and I look it up, and it shows me a lot of the things that He showed me. The word even be purification or prosperity, abundance. Fertility, I, everything, everything that he showed me, the word fertility is in every word. He's birthing in us so many things. <clears throat> and now he showed me, it went from him showing me one symbol at a time. So now I see about 20 symbols at one time before me. And that, now I see why he was cause, causing me to look up these symbols. So... They can become firsthand. I see this. Oh, I know what this means. So now I see all of this. I get exactly what you're trying to say. <laughs> and I know God is moving so much in your life right now. And for those of you who the enemy is trying to attack, I cast them attacks down in the name of Jesus. God is showing me, revealing to me how, how defeated the devil really is. But just show me him just sitting there, not able to do nothing, but just watch. My God. See, at first, you were, you were around me in a mist telling me what to do, where to go, and what to say. Now that I have my authority, I've been restored and been redeemed back to my true identity in Christ. Now you're sitting over there with nothing to say at all. Because you know that I know who I am now. And you know that your plan that was against me is now under my feet for good. You know you in trouble now. So keep the devil shut it up by reminding him who you are and what God is doing this season. That's what it's all about. He's just angry. He can't go back to heaven. So he's going to cause as many people as he can to not join as well. That's, that's what it's all about. He been a hater. Number one hater. I used to think when I was young, how can he just not be happy that we choose not to make no wrong decision? No, no, no. He wants you to join. Because he's, he's that angry at God because he, he can't come back. So he think he can hurt God by not allowing us to come back. 
Because that's all God is pursuing is us. Oh, he loves us. And he knows that. Satan knows that. When I found out that Satan could go to God and ask him to do something to us to see if he's going to fall or stand. And sometimes God grant him that. So now that I know that, this is what I used to say when I was a teenager. No, you can't go to God and ask him, can you do anything to cause me to fall? No, because I'm standing. So end of the conversation. <laughs> no, you cannot. But sometimes God still allowed him to. And it's, it's nothing but the devil think he's causing us to fall. But no, in God's eyes, it's causing us to actually grow. Because we learn it from that mistake and we know that we won't make it again. So you just learn from something. That's coming up higher. You won't make that same mistake anymore. And some of us tend to make the same mistakes. But guess what? You're going to get to a place, and I'm praying right now, you get to a place, a day and time, when you say, that's all, I, I, that's it. That's it. I don't had enough. Not enough is enough. I'm so sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired. So sick and tired. That I yield over to you, God. People used to say all the time, what do you want to be? What are you called to be? What are you going to be? I'm a lawyer. I'm a doctor. I'm this. I'm that. And it comes to my turn. <laughs> Releasing what God called me to do. <laughs> but I could feel the outcome of the conversation. So sometimes I just laugh and say, just watch. Just watch. What God called you to do is very evident right now. It's clearly shown because your worship came more higher. Your love for God came more higher. You're coming up more higher in everything that you're doing unto God. It's coming up more. It's being elevated. God is exalting you for you have exalted him. You lift him up. You're guaranteed to be lifted up as well. So that's my time for now. I want you guys to just enjoy everything God is doing right now. Just go in your place wherever you go, however you go to worship God. If you got something to do today, just begin to open your mouth and say, Lord, I want more. I want more. I want more of you. Show me more of heaven. Show me what goes on in heaven. Show me more about heavenly hosts. Let me begin to commune with heaven. That's my home. I mean, I know more about heaven than I should do of earth. And I pray your strength in the Lord as you pray for mine. And again, I say I love you. I thank you. And let God's mercy continue to rest upon you. In Jesus' name, peace.